0: The Touchdown City Podcast is presented by Salango Law, where you don't get excuses, you get results. Visit them online at salangolaw.com. From the Riverbank Studio is your host, Anthony Lewis, along with Avon Coburn and Derek Bailey. And this is the Touchdown City Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Touchdown City Podcast. I'm Anthony Lewis, and this show is produced in partnership with HD Media and the Charleston Gazette Mail. And this week's episode, we're going to be joined by Super Steve Slayton, now WVU football and sports hall of famer, living in the state of Texas. And uh, it's got some, got his kids and his wife down there and enjoying life. So I think you're going to enjoy what we've got coming up later in the show. If you like to, uh, if you like this show, I want to, three, two, welcome Mountaineer fans to the Touchdown City podcast. This show is produced in partnership with hd media and the charleston gazette mail i'm anthony lewis and thank you for taking the opportunity to download our backyard brawl edition with, with super steve slayton steve will be joining us after the break but um we're looking forward to getting caught up with him but this summer we've been uh putting out some backyard brawl editions catching up with some former players and um getting their perspective and their stories from the Backyard Brawl. So if you're just now listening to Steve Slayton, you can go back and listen to the Bo Orlando episode, the Brian Joswiak episode, and the Phil Braxton episode. They're available wherever you found this episode of the Touchdown City podcast. And again, we'll be joined by Steve Slayton here in a little bit, but I want to remind you guys, if you enjoy the show, make sure you hit subscribe and you also hit or leave a review. It's uh, greatly appreciated, and make sure when you see us on social media, make sure you're sharing us, spreading the word about the Touchdown City podcast. I get to look at the numbers, and this time of year, um, I actually start to kind of break things down because I have to get with the people at HD Media and, um, and report back and make sure we're going to move forward for another year. And let me say that uh, the numbers were overwhelming this year, and I appreciate each and every one of you taking the opportunity to listen to the show. Uh, I, I know several people text me. I see people and they say, hey, I listened this week. Uh, you know, like my friend Jennings here in Dunbar. Uh, a lot a lot of people, um, they they listen to the show. Friends, and, and some people are strangers. So we appreciate you taking the time out of your week to listen to the Touchdown City podcast. And these shows throughout the course of the summer will come, you know, every week, every two weeks and we've got some great ones still booked that are going to be coming up. So, make sure you check it out cuz we are, you know, just a few months away from the Backyard Brawl and it's great to hear these guys' perspectives on the upcoming game and the games that they played in. So, we're going to take a break and again, I'm going to remind you to hit subscribe, leave a review, and if you enjoy the show, swing by Touchdown City podcast or I'm sorry, swing by touchdowncity.com. And you can pick up any merchandise over there. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Super Steve Slayton. Don't go anywhere. Oh, oh
0: mama said m- Mom. Mama said My Mama said
1: Mama said, said that.
0: Mama said that. Mama said you
1: apparel at bestmastertailor.com hey guys it's buy one get one free boneless wings every thursday at buffalo wild wings and guess what you're gonna be a dad what no it's boneless thursdays which means free wings (laughs) you'd be a great dad buy one get one free boneless wings every thursday only at buffalo wild wings buy one get one of equal value free at participating locations for a limited time while supplies last limit one not valid with other offers size exclusions apply delivery and takeout valid on buffalo wild wings website or app may apply welcome stranger what's up guys this is rashid marshall and you're listening to
0: the touchdown city podcast
1: welcome back to the touchdown city podcast this is anthony lewis Joined on the phone from Texas, Mr. Super Steve Slayton. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing well, uh, Anthony. Man,
0: thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, man, it's good to good to hear your voice. Um, I know. First of all, I don't think um, I've talked to you on the phone since your Hall of Fame induction. Um, I know we've yeah, text- a <laughs> it, I know we've texted back and forth. But yes. congratulations, you went in with our co-host Avon Coburn at the yes. same time. So definitely how Definitely was... an honor
0: to go. With, I said definitely an honor to go with him. With well, even just with everybody, man, or even just to be in it at all. Just, I, I really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Um well obviously um we're approaching and I at this point I've lost track of how many days um until the game, but we're approaching the season opener with West Virginia at Pittsburgh. Um so When I sing the line, sweet Caroline, what do you follow with? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, like, when someone says backyard brawl or West Virginia pit, what does that mean to you?
0: It has so much meaning for me just because of, you know, being around the culture of West Virginia and to where how much sports plays a role into the whole state to where them not having a professional team, us being the team that they follow the most, um, especially the history of just a game and even playing in it. I think it's um, a great rivalry. I'm happy to see that it's coming back.
1: Yeah, um, you know, going into that, so your freshman year, you know, what what did Coach Rodriguez emphasize? What did he say to you guys about the Pitt rivalry and that game going into it in 2005?
0: um just that you know it's, it's it's a big game for just the state of west virginia and just the history behind it it's not a normal game i think you know, a lot of players of um, once in their life you in know, high school have played rivalry games or played across uh state teams but this is just so big just because of the history of the game of being so close so i think you know especially you know me being a younger guy being around the older guys that played this game you know they dig into you all week, how much this game means to not just uh, them, but just the whole state.
1: Was um, you know you played in it three times. Was this yes. a, was this a chippy game? A lot of trash uh, yes, talk.
0: Yes, it definitely was. I think it was one of those games to where um, it doesn't matter what your record is. It's, you know, you are in that game zero zero. You know, the, the records don't matter in that game. What so it's some, always one of those things. You're just you're know, fighting for bragging rights, right? What
1: are some memories, stories? What are some things that you remember when you think back? What's your go to story when you talk about the backyard brawl?
0: Uh, go to story. Uh, I, I have to say, my sophomore year there um, at Pitt, uh, me and Pat had uh, a a real good game. I think uh, both may have had over two hundred rushing, and yeah, I think he had two hundred. Passing, I had 100 yards receiving, so it was just one of those games where um, me and Pat needed to be our offensive best. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, you had like 23 carries for 215 yards and two touchdowns. I didn't even – I forgot. That's right, you had a – you caught a ball on a wheel route and you had some other catches too, so you, you kind of went off that night.
0: Yeah, that's probably one of my – well, one of my better college games. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, actually, since we, you've brought that up, there's that clip that floats around from time to time, and you guys probably didn't even realize the ESPN cameras were there, uh, of Pat mocking the uh, the, <laughs> the Panther. You didn't even yeah. flinch. Was that kind of his M.O. on the bench? Just con- I, he, You never even looked over at him because I, I was watching yeah. it again today. Yeah, that was, that was him.
0: It was, it, I think it was just a mutual feeling. You're hearing it all night, hearing it all night. And then, you know, once the game start rolling, it's like, you know, they're not playing as much because they're not making as many plays, but it was just, you know, that's that's Pat. That's definitely Pat. <laughs> Who
1: would you say was the one of the best trash talkers as far as West Virginia to a pit player?
0: Ooh, uh it's, it's Honestly, that's hard to say. I'll say who talked the most to me is probably H.B. Blades. Mm. But From my side, I, I didn't talk. I, it, was, it was one of those games where, you know, y'all not going to stop me. We'll see We'll you see, see at the end. You know, you're going to have to deal with me all day. But I, I, I'll say Pat Pat did most of the trash talk <laughs> on the field, if I if I can recall. He's the one that talked the most.
1: I'm trying to think. Blades, he was a linebacker, right? Was he number yeah, like 41, yeah. if I believe? 51, yes, I believe. 51, okay. Yeah, my old brain. I start to lose track of names and, and numbers and years played. Um, I can't believe that's starting to happen to me, but unfortunately it is. Um, you know, for two—you know in 2005, you pretty much had the same type of numbers. You had 23 carries, 220 yards, uh, two touchdowns. West Virginia wins 45-13. Same thing in 06. Um, you know, I hate to even bring it up, but then 07 kind of rolls around, and um, it, it just – I think I was there that night, and I remember something wasn't right, and it just felt like, honestly, I remember at halftime I said to myself and my my ex at my now ex, but I said it's a rivalry game. This is kind of yeah. what I expected. Um, this wasn't going to go as planned.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of those things to where I mean, you hate to be on the wrong side of history, but I think that's what rival games mean. It doesn't matter what your record is. In that game, they came prepared. They knew that you know they had the bigger chip on their shoulder, and they knew that um, they could spoil our party. And and they exactly what they did. I think um, we just didn't get it. Have enough. I want to take to the time. You always have enough time, but we just didn't uh, realize the moment to where that was it to where we wanted to get. We fell, fell a game short.
1: Yeah, that was, a, that was a tough one. And, you know, when I talk to some of the other guys that we talk about that, there's been times where Pittsburgh spoiled West Virginia's party like in 07, and there's been times where the Mountaineers have uh, blocked. I, there's been a few times I remember keeping them out of bowl games, keeping them at five yeah. wins. Um, and I think in '02. – West Virginia beat them in Pittsburgh. They had Larry Fitzgerald and, yep. and kept them out of a BCS game. And yeah, so it's you know that's the part of the rivalry, I guess.
0: Yeah, it definitely, it definitely is. And that's where you see all, all across the board in college sports to where um, it's not a easy. It's not going to be an easy when It's never given. So I think that's where one of those things to where you got to understand. Hey, you might be the the best team, but it is any given Saturday, any given Thursday when, you know, when you put the pads on
1: What did the game mean? You're from Maryland, but what did the game mean? I'm from uh,
0: Philadelphia. You're from outside Philly. Okay. Outside Philly.
1: That's right. You're from Western PA. I I always get that backwards because I remember the the whole recruiting thing with Maryland, but what did the game mean to the guys from PA and especially the guys from Western PA? Uh, you know, Lorello and, and Wicks and those guys, they were from over in that area.
0: I think it meant a lot to them just because of the fact that they're from, you know, they're, they're from Western Pennsylvania. And I don't think they've even got a look from Pittsburgh at that point in time to, you know, to get a scholarship. So it's one of those things to where, you know, I think it's best in sports is to hold a chip on your shoulder. It's something, some, something that has need to be motivation. Did uh, Did Pitt recruit you? Um I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't remember. I don't I don't think <laughs> you,
1: they didn't, were you didn't visit high on my radar. You didn't visit then, obviously. No, I <laughs> not I, 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 I did I didn't visit. You know, speaking of the the funny things that happen in a rivalry, um, and I don't even know if this really set in, but it, it was always funny to me that you broke the sugar bowl rushing record and the previous record holder was a pit
0: guy named Tony Dorsett. <laughs> Tony Dresset, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it was just a special game. I remember that game. Uh, Jamal Adai, our safety, he was just, you know, came before the game. He's like, this is, you know, you're, this this is a stage you want to be, put your best foot forward. This is what you want to show out. So that was, you know, that's all that went through my head is that, hey, I got to do what we what I need to do to win.
1: hmm I know when I think back to Pittsburgh – um in the backyard brawl um i know one of the guys it, it meant a lot to and i don't know if he ever said anything to you about it or even told any stories about it but i know coach Stu was uh really it wrapped up in this in this rivalry. oh
0: coach Stu, great man man that's him every day Uh him he just had great stories he's a great motivator too just to you know the way he talked about every team um I, um I can't remember any stories about Pittsburgh. I can just remember, you know, the Arizona when we played in the BCS at uh was a Fiesta Bowl I Remember mm-hmm. not Fiesta. Yeah. Is it Fiesta? Yeah, yeah, the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. I remember I just remember him, you know, just Scout Tanner. Right, right.
1: <laughs> Let's let's change gears for a second because I haven't had the opportunity to have Avon in yet to talk about him, but we unfortunately just lost uh, Coach McGee. And I know he meant a lot to, to you. It was funny, uh, on the way back from Pittsburgh on Saturday, I actually listened to Coach Rodriguez's uh, podcast where he had Coach McGee on there and uh, just listening to him talk. I mean, talk about Coach McGee and – and what his loss
0: meant meant to you. It was a, it was a very tough one. So I think I, I speak for Avon, Quincy, KJ, Jason, Pernell, Eddie, J- Gavin Best, and so many running backs that, you know, it was more like a, a stepfather. Mm-hmm. Than just just a coach because of all the time you spent around him. And I can remember, you know, having heart-to-heart talks with him about things going on in my life because, you know, I need to talk in person. But, you know, he's a special, special guy, special coach, just, you know, just a, just overall great man. I, I mean, he helped my career tremendously just of coaching or learning under his toolage.
1: Mm-hmm. I know Avon has, off, off the record, told some really funny stories um, just about how he could kind of snap in, in, the, in the film room and say some things that were always a little sideways, but, but true. And just had had that, that personality, but everybody loved him. Um, he was at my time at West Virginia, just working there. Um, he was always good to me and a super nice guy. And his wife was a sweet woman. And, uh, I, as soon as I saw that, I thought about all you guys, how you must've been feeling that day.
0: Yeah. That's tough. I, you know, even for the family like I went to school with his, his daughter, so or she, was, she was in college at the same time as me, but it's just a tough one because he was a great family man. And I, you know, it, was, it felt too soon, but, you know, God calls his angels. So he, he needs
1: them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, are you excited to see um, the backyard brawl make its return? I mean, I feel like I, – I feel like – it's been too long and worry, it worries me sometimes that maybe the kids, and not call them kids, but the, the young men that are up there maybe don't understand the uh what it means to play against the University of Pittsburgh.
0: Oh, I bet mean, you can say that vice versa, but I think you know just being being in West Virginia, being around in that climate, being that that family mentality, being around that fan base, I think they'll you know understand faster. Mm-hmm. this means a lot this means a lot more and I think I, I mean I'm happy that it's around but I just hope that it's good, that, that we can compete it's not a well we almost had them. but to one of those things to where no, it doesn't matter where you rank or how you are or where we rank or how we are it's still you know plus tears need to be split spelt on the field
1: mm-hmm. yeah and again it's just one of those situations where um, anything can happen you know yes so I think you throw the records out the door, and I feel like Coach Brown will have them, have him to understand because you know Coach Castile is still there, Coach yes. ne- Coach Nealon is still around. Um, I would assume throughout the course of the summer there'll be some special guests making pops in, stopping in to uh, yes. talk about this thing a little bit. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so you you you're on you're on social media. You see the uh, yes. the new uniforms.
0: Yes, I saw. I saw them. Yes, they look very nice. Yeah. I wish I. I wish we could have uh, had some ones for the game, but I think that's you know foundation we built to where we uh, change of colorway, change of colors, uh, and all that good stuff. So I'm happy to see these kids uh, benefiting and getting new looks.
1: Yeah, they. Um, so I guess they're going to break them out just for the pit game. So these will be the special rivalry pit uniforms at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So. I think they did it in eleven, maybe twelve, uh, with Geno in that career. Yes,
0: I think. Yeah, they had a a plethora of different colored jerseys. I think they they might have had the most uh, combinations. If I if I if I'm correct.
1: Yeah, I feel like they had a gray one and um, they, yeah, the they combat had, they, they uniform. Had a good, good amount. Speaking of uniforms, I went and was watching a little bit of the. Uh, I was watching some of your highlights and because I knew I was going to be talking to you today. And, um, man, one uniform that drives me nuts, and maybe it's just me, what did you think about the all-gold uniforms, with the gold gold with the blue helmet?
0: I like the gold gold. I think um, the helmets, we could have switched up. I, I mean, I think that's one of the things where uh, you've seen the Warriors uh, who the Ohio States, they had uh, different helmets for everything, just to, um, I think, I guess, better – color coordinate. Right,
1: right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we're, because I'm so old that I'm so used to just seeing the, the old combinations that sometimes these weird combos drive me crazy. I, I like yeah. when, they, when they do a few different things. I'm trying to think of the one I don't like. Um I like the blue pants, white jersey, blue helmet, but there's one that, oh, I don't like the blue helmet, blue jersey with the white pants.
0: Uh... Oh, it's a tough one. I think it's you know I don't think we ever got to vote on it. I don't think they <laughs> vote on it. I think it's already picked.
1: Yeah, I think they just, just throw that stuff on. Do you have mm-hmm. uh are there um did you play with anybody that uh in at Texas that were uh pick guys?
0: Uh Doran Dickerson. He was a tight end. Mm-hmm. He's uh I think that might be the only one that I played with. I did play against Clint Sessions. He's he was a linebacker for the Colts. Mm-hmm. I believe. I can't I can't remember all of so, Joe... Yeah, here only when I was a Texans, it was uh Doran Dickerson. I think that, I think he may be
1: I know Joe Zwack told the story on uh, his episode that the guy that played tackle for Pitt, and I can't remember the guy's name now off the top of my head, but so he ended up playing with him in Kansas City, and that that uh, that rivalry kind of carried over into Kansas City. I guess it got a little heated <laughs> in practice, and even uh, you know Bo Orlando even talked a little bit about that, how it kind of carried over a little bit uh, to the league, and you know not in a, not not in a crazy way, but it carried over a little bit. So yeah. there's always a little bit of trash talk and that type of
0: thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. I think um, that's, you know, what makes sports great is uh, it's in between the lines, you can do what you need to do. But outside the lines, have respect and, you know, go about your business. Yeah, absolutely. You uh,
1: do you have any big plans for the game? Um, no, I don't. I, no, I'm
0: damn sure going to watch it, but I I'm most likely be in that comfortable of mom.
1: Yeah, I they moved it to Thursday, so that's going to be messes me up a little bit. I was going to drive up on Saturday and um a lot of my family lives on the north side. So okay. I was able to as a kid I could walk to Three River Stadium technically uh from oh, from my grandmother's house and my grandpa's house. So they're um they're they're all over there on the north side. So that made for some interesting uh times over the years. <laughs> I
0: can imagine. Yeah, one
1: year my aunt, she worked for the university up there. And okay. uh, she got us tickets, staff tickets. It was 1998. And we showed up right as the game was kicking off. And we all were decked out in our Mountaineer gear. And, of course, we're sitting in the middle of a pit section. Mm. And um, and Bulger, Mark Bulger, threw, I don't know, four or five touchdowns. I mean, he went – bananas that day and of course by about midway through the third quarter i pretty much ran those people out of there (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was that was a good time man what um do you have any predictions I i mean i know you probably don't follow the team as close as a lot of the fans do down to but uh is there any thought process on how you might see this thing shaking out a little bit
0: um, I mean, I have a lot of hope for, for this team now. I think uh, we'll be we finished 22 in uh, ranking and recruiting. we got a good, good, good transfer, so I'm hoping it just can be competitive. I think hopefully JT, Daniels can come out there and come out sling. So, I mean, I think it's, like I said, it's a rivalry. It's anyone's game, but I'm definitely going to be rooting for my side.
1: Do you um do you get to come back to Morgantown as much as you probably wish you could, or how often do you get to come back up this way for games and things?
0: Um, I usually you do a game a year, maybe. Okay. I think I missed a blast through on COVID, COVID years. Uh, I haven't made as much, but I plan on coming back to at least one game this year. We're gonna do it one game.
1: Maybe we can suit you up and and throw you in for a game. <laughs>
0: I don't think I'll be of any help <laughs> just, a, just a decoy Like the longest yard <laughs> uh,
1: So I have an idea What you've been up to lately But what, what have you been up to lately Let the fans know Are you still cooking
0: Yeah, Definitely still cooking um, Do a lot more Now it's summer Kids are home So do am taking care of All the daddy do this summer mm-hmm. Pool Pool <laughs> Running around All that good stuff But yeah uh, so yeah, no, I'm still still cooking, still definitely still cooking.
1: Do you and um, are you and Pat? I know I I used to love listening to your podcast with uh, with Maddie. Do you guys have any plans on firing that thing back up? I think Maddie looks like he's gone big time on us, man. He's like out in California. Yeah. We actually,
0: me and Maddie just uh, re-recorded an episode uh, last week, so we have plans to do one every two weeks. But uh, we changed the name because you know Pat's in coaching, so his schedule um, is. Like it's not as allowing of uh, a time frame. So, but he would definitely be a guest back on. So we changed our name to the, the Burning Couch podcast. So, uh-huh. yes, we'll be uh, I think dropping very soon. So we'll have to do a favor and uh, have you on as well, you and Avon.
1: Yeah, man, that'd be a lot of fun. So for the listeners, go over to your favorite podcast platform, look for the Burning Couch, uh, and and that will be uh, Maddie. Maddie and Steve Slayton. Uh, with the, the new podcast and I'm sure he probably just changed out the artwork so if you're subscribed you'll probably still get the notification but so you're not confused. It's it's the old what was it, it was a, was it the Pat White show? I can't even remember now.
0: It was the uh P, or Pat White podcast, PW podcast, He yeah, has changed. We <laughs> uh even revamping here and there just for when when time is available.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good to hear, man. I'll have to make sure I get dialed in. I bounce around between all the WVU podcasts, and um, I've got some of my favorite ones, and I like to listen to them all. As as time permits, I can't just sit and listen all the time, but uh, <laughs> you know, I was reading this week, I guess Maddie uh, is going to go start a new thing, going to take his company yeah. and, and do some new stuff. So uh, yeah. congratulations to him. Man, he's been killing the podcast podcast
0: game for a long time. He was way ahead of the uh, curve. Yes, he yes, was ahead of the curve, and you know, it, was, it was a true passion of his. And he's definitely making uh, a splash or a big splash. He, you know, he's been iHeart I Radio. He created his own company. I think he sold his own company, mm-hmm. and now he's you know, he's has free time to you we know, start up our stuff again.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Well, Steve, man, I'm like I said, I wasn't going to keep you long today, but um, it's always good to hear your voice and hear, get your perspective on this rivalry game. I mean, I know it means a lot to you because you were one of the guys that actually got to play in it year in year out. It wasn't a one off or a short series, but um, but I think these new the new generation is going to get a dose of it because. I think they play four times in a row and then maybe it's extended at this point, but, uh, mm-hmm. it's always good to get your perspective.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on buddy, man. Uh, anytime.
1: Yeah, man. I appreciate it. And, um, I'll, uh, I'm going to try to reach out. Maybe we can try to get you back up here sometime this fall.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right,
1: Steve. Thanks, man. Super Steve Slayton there with his perspective on the backyard brawl, uh, played in it three times, 2005, 2006 and the, um, the game we of course like to forget about the 2007 backyard brawl Pittsburgh Western and, and, Pittsburgh 13 West Virginia 9 um not a good day from Steve he had 9 carries 11 yards but if you ever go back and watch some of that um which I've not done a lot of but I have gone back just to watch the defense on the pit side and basically they sold out to stop him and Pat Owen and Noel I mean they they had safeties right up there with the linebackers. And, um, man, what a what an, uh, uh, forgettable night, I guess, is what I'm looking for. But the two years leading up to that, Steve had great games. 2005, 23 carries, 220 yards, 100 yards receiving, and um, two touchdowns. And, of course, uh, 45-13 Then 2006, uh, two, 23 carries, 215 yards, two touchdowns. So, basically, went, went ham two times in a row. Uh, against the Pitt Panthers, and of course, it was great to see him break Tony Dorsett's record in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, what a night against the Georgia Bulldogs! <clears throat> I don't. I think it's a night that most Mountaineer fans will will never forget. But uh, I want to take this opportunity to say thank you guys for downloading this week's episode of the Touchdown City Podcast. And it's <coughs> excuse me, thank you for downloading the the Touchdown. Excuse me. Thank you for downloading the Touchdown City podcast, and it is produced in partnership with HD Media, and I'm Anthony Lewis, and if you like to support the show, please swing by TouchdownCity.com. We currently have $6 Touchdown City t-shirts, and we're going to keep that special going for a little while, and then uh, we'll have some new stuff out this year, but uh, we've got some $6 Touchdown City shirts. We have the gray one, and we have the blue one with the gold print. So swing by there. And, of course, if you enjoy the show, make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a review. Again, I'm Anthony Lewis, and this has been the Touchdown City Podcast.
0: The Touchdown City Podcast is produced by Anthony Lewis in partnership with HD Media, the Charleston Gazette Mail. Get your Touchdown City Podcast merchandise by visiting touchdowncity.com.